This episode of the NAS podcast is sponsored by Seattle Restored. Seattle Restored is actually the reason why I'm in NAS Studios in the first place. They partner with local artists and entrepreneurs to create pop-up shops, artist installations, artist residencies, and community events. Visit seattlerestored.org for more info on locations and upcoming events. Are you ready to take your podcast to the next level? Then look no further than NAS Studios located in Seattle's Pioneer Square. Hi, I'm Blake. I'm the owner, in-house producer, and editor. We've got three cameras to capture every moment and can host up to eight mics, ensuring your podcast looks and sounds professional. We've got affordable pricing for podcasters at all levels. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.nastudios.com. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, I'm with another participant from the Seattle Restored program, another visual artist as well. It's my pleasure to have on Nahome Gourmet. Hello, man. Hey, Blake. How are you doing? Good. How do you, what, what, what hair products do you use? We have similar hair textures. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that earlier. Um, I use coconut oil for okay. the most part. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, yeah. Heck yeah. And I love your accent. So from my understanding, you're... An immigrant, correct? Immigrant, yeah. Okay, where where are you originally from? So I'm originally from Eritrea. I was born oh, wow. in Asmara, Eritrea. Um, that's where I was raised until I moved to Sudan. Okay. Um, yeah, and I've I lived in Sudan for four years. I was a refugee there, mm-hmm. and um, I moved here uh, November two thousand ten. So okay. it's been over thirteen years. Yeah. Dang. So how old are you? I'm gonna be uh thirty this coming. Oh March. my gosh, black yeah. do not crack. You <laughs> you look like you're the same age as me. I'm twenty three. Whoa. Oh my gosh, you you're looking great, man. Nah, okay, so what was it like growing up in Eritrea? Growing up in Eritrea was um was very um fun childhood. It was mm. very easy, um, very um community based. Um um Childhood, uh, like I have to um, kind of um, grow up with your uh, neighborhood kids, mm-hmm. dur- like playing, making stuff. And um, yeah, it was a very um, free and um, um, yeah, very fun childhood, mm-hmm. I would say. Did you, ha- did you have like any siblings or anything? Yeah, okay. I had two siblings. Um, I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. And my uh, younger brother is one year younger uh, than me, so we were kind of friends. We went on, we were in the same grade. Nice. And um, we kind of um, had the same hobbies growing up, so we were kind of like doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, does that mean they're into art as well? My brother was into art. So growing up, we used to draw together and we used to kind of draw cartoons, you know, like Mickey Mouse, uh, Tom yeah. and Jerry. I think Tommy and Jerry was like more popular growing up. That okay. was the cartoon that we used to watch. So yeah, we used to draw with my brother. And also in elementary school, we were kind of the kids who uh, draw. So like people would bring up their projects or if they have uh, if they have to draw like maps for geography or like if they have some science mm-hmm. um, project that involved drawing. It would either be me or my brother that would be. Dang. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So that was, yeah. Nice. And then like, and well, my, oh, my bad. Yeah. No, you're good. And my sister also draws in, um, yeah, not not as a regular, but yeah. 
Yeah, artistic yeah. at least. Yeah. Wait, so how many siblings is that all together? Just two or? Two siblings, okay, yeah. Okay, nice. And then what did your, what were your parents doing? So my parents, my mom was here. So my mom was left Eritrea since I was like two years old. I don't know. Oh, wow. Maybe three years old. Uh, so I had a very vague uh, memory mm. of her. But she uh, moved here. So I would grow up with my grandparents um, uh, and my aunt. And um, and my dad was uh, uh, in Eritrea. He would visit because he was also in military. So you don't mm. really get to see. We get to see him maybe a couple years, uh, a couple times a year. Dang. And... Um, but yeah, I do remember like he would get us like color pencils and stuff like that. Whenever he camps, he kind of uh, was very supportive in a sense, mm -hmm. like giving the whole situation. You know, I, I remember color pencil was like a very big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bike then. Um, yeah. Dang. So when you say your mom was here, like in Seattle or just in the U.S.? She was in Seattle. Oh, uh, wow. She got here, I think, 1997. So okay. she's been here, yeah, since, yeah. Dang. She, she was in Saudi before then she moved here wow. from Saudi. Yeah. Wait, so what brought her to Seattle? Seattle. Then? Yeah. I kind of like a very common immigrant story. She, was, she moved to help uh, her parents, her family, and us. Mm -hmm. So Eritrea got um, independent in... Um, 1991, and she was uh, part of um, the group who fought to get the independence, so she was in military. So mm -hmm. after that, once she had us, she had to find a way to support her family. So she, mm -hmm. in initially, she moved to Saudi, and eventually from Saudi, she got here. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, it was kind of, yeah, a very like the... An immigrant story yeah. where she had sacrificed her, Dang. like um, um, like very um, young um, uh, age, you know, like mm. to uh, be a help for the family, basically. Did, did you like understand what she was doing growing up, though, or was it kind of confusing? I would say it was. Um, yeah, you you would be. I would be talking to her, but it was very kind of, um, yeah, you know, send me this, I want this, or, you know, like, I need, uh, I, I didn't understand, like, the steps she had to go through until I, I became immigrant myself, I had to move to Sudan, then I'm like, wow, yeah. it's kind of, like, tough being, um, then I moved here, then I, you know, like, you have a different image of uh, the United States and, mm -hmm. like, the whole, like, Western yeah. In Africa, then you move here and like, wow, you had to, um, you know, like work so much and like, you know, which we, it was a different perception there. Mm. Well, once you moved here, you kind of, yeah, I understood it and they had even more um, respect, appreciation and love. Got it. Um, for her after I got into, to experience it myself, yeah. So what was, what was that perspective that you, like, what were the things you thought the U.S. was like? And then when you moved here, what were the differences or the same perspectives from that? Uh, before I moved, they had a very, um, I, the only access we had to the, um, 
to him to like the picture in my head was like everything is perfect you know like it was only through movies and mm -hmm. i thought everyone lived like the movies right yeah. like which was not true so you you, you think <laughs> yeah yeah and even like when i asked my mom to send us stuff or like to help us i just thought like you know she was living uh, you would a princess life you know mm -hmm. where we're just like you don't have to do anything or maybe little and just mm -hmm. um get a lot of um um, you're not aware of the whole um, struggle that people have. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it was a very narrow um, perspective that we got through uh, media, through Hollywood and uh, all the movies. Dang, yeah, that makes sense. So mm. moving to Seattle, have you become closer with your mom or family? Or Yeah, I got closer for sure. Uh, we all we always talked, so I had understanding. But yeah, moving here, you start to see the real life here, mm -hmm. and your view kind of shifts. Right, we're like this is not like how people think it is back mm -hmm. home. It's kind of the same actually. So, and I had the experience where people here have a very narrow perspective of uh, like the like Africa or like my country or you know like. So it was kind of the same. We had all the positive uh, view of the United States and people ha here has only the negative view of like <laughs> yeah, Africa. Yeah. So yeah, going to high school, you know, I had people asking me, you know, like, oh, oh, so you know how to use a, a laptop or a computer or, you know, you're like, I'm like, yeah, it's like it. Uh, so it was it was very interesting where I had like a very overestimated like everything here. Yeah. People had, um, I, I think the opposite um, view of it. But yeah, moving here, yeah, with my mom, I start to get to know her more, get mm -hmm. to see how life is here and how um, hard do you have to work in order to, um, there is a lot of opportunities for sure, mm -hmm. that which I'm very grateful for, but um, you have to work hard in order to um, um, get them. It's it's yeah, it's a very um, uh, like you know, very grinding and very hustle kind of yeah environment. And yeah, I think every place has its kind of apps and um, it's good and bad too. For I, sure, for yeah. sure. So with that, so why did you end up moving to Sudan? So I ended up moving to Sudan because my mom was here, mm -hmm. and also so I want to um, move with her. But also the life in Eritrea, where I had to go to military, like basically, like once you get to high school age, like your twelve years, um, at twelfth grade, you would be in military, and that's something I didn't want right. to uh, get into. So I had to live earlier before that, and that's kind of uh, my um, personal reason. But I was also too young at that mm -hmm. age, so my family also had a um, say on that decision where I had to move to Sudan. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, did your siblings move with you to Sudan, or was it just like you on your own? Or? So it was me, uh, my aunt, and my two siblings, and um, yeah. And we didn't have anyone in Sudan, actually. So we yeah. just moved there. And uh, it was kind of how I had um, the expectation of, like, life here. So even in Sudan, even though it's, like, a country next to my country, it was very mm -hmm. different culture, very 
um, different life, which I never even uh, imagined before moving there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we so I moved there. Uh, um, I was uh, almost 12 or 13 years old when mm-hmm. I moved there. Dang, what about your grandparents? Did you get to see them still? or My grandfather, I didn't get to see them. And that's kind of something I feel like um, very uh, um, unfortunate about, you know, like being a, an immigrant and living in a country. There's a lot of positive things where you get to experience different cultures, different, um, uh, basically different life almost like in every country you go through. That's something I wouldn't have if I wasn't but on the other side I think that those moments that you were su- you're supposed to spend with your grandparents yeah with your family you know with your cousins that's something I ha- I missed you know like yeah. and my grandfather died right after I got here right mm-hmm. so I was in Sudan for about four years I also had to travel through Central and South America so it took me about like nine to up to a year to get here Dang. So along the way, he was actually, um, he passed away when I was in, in those journey. Mm-hmm. But they didn't tell me because I was like, it's, it wasn't a good place um, for me to know. Mm-hmm. Then after I got here, I um, got the bad news. And, and he was a father and kind of, he was like the main figure growing up. Right. So it was very tough. And, but it's kind of very similar to a lot of, I think, the uh, people have to... Um, immigrate to other places. There is a lot of um, moments of life that you have to miss and um, people close to you that you, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, man, that definitely changes your perspective on the world versus certain people, like, for me even, like, I've been able to, like, go to New York and tour and stuff, but my whole life rests in Seattle, so Mm -hmm. I, I can't even fathom what that must be like. So, why did it take so long to travel to the U.S.? You said it took a, almost a year? Yeah. So what was, how did that break that down for me? So mine was a very kind of unconventional uh, journey. Mm. So when I so when my mom got here, she didn't have, um, she had her green card, but it took her a while to get mm. her citizenship. And that's something people are not aware of too, the whole process of, you know, like uh, trying to get your paper and stuff mm. like that. So she was uh, working. She was able to li- work and live here, but she wasn't able to get us out of. So, so once we moved to Sudan, we thought everything's gonna be smooth, and we didn't even think that I I didn't even think that we, we were gonna be there for four years. Yeah. We just thought it's just gonna be like probably like six months, at um at the longest. But then we realized like it was taking forever and our life was kind of like we were kind of like waiting in limbo where like you can't really, um, you're kind of like on a, just waiting and just like and years are going by. I was going to school, but it was um, kind of very, uh, kind of a refuge lifestyle where you're just waiting for the, your next home. Yeah. 